Reddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, March 18th, day like seven or eight without sports. I decided to roll with the Hawaiian shirt because I'm imagining I'm in a tropical place with either little to no information about the virus or no virus, one or the other. I'm okay with either. I saw a couple on Facebook and they were like in lounge chairs in their living room with Smart. the um, the TV was like the background of an ocean or, or Smart. something like that. So they're that's what they're I'm doing it do. right. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna have to do. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm dreaming of somewhere better than my living room. I'm getting very bored. And like you don't have to put on sunscreen. You True. can, I guess, I probably, get the extra effect. I probably shall, still should. There's a chance <laughs> I still get burnt, uh, even in my living room. Yeah, I'm getting pretty bored. Uh, it's been tough. I, I have watched some sports. Those sports consist of bowling, curling, and then older games. Like last night, the 2007 Big 12 Championship game that was Kansas and Texas was on. And then the Tennessee was on. Tennessee the, was on today. The Lady Vols. Okay. Arkansas was all day yesterday on the SEC Network, and it was... Uh, you can't. You can only watch so much Arkansas. Like, how did they come up with enough games to show? Were, was it just like <laughs> I don't know decent don't, games that they end up losing? Like they, they had to play. They had to show some of them. They did beat Alabama on one. The one I watched about half of one. It was this year's Alabama game, the latest one. I don't know if they played them twice or not, but most recent Arkansas Alabama game. Oh, in basketball. Basketball, yeah. Okay, I was about to say. Oh yeah, me, in football what? they have <laughs> zero hope. But even in basketball, it wasn't very fun to watch. Um I've kept up with NFL free agency more than I ever have. It's wild. There's only a few wild ones. The money's wild, which is funny. But there's a few that I can't figure out. We knew Dak would get franchise tagged. Now we're asking if he's going to play or not. Right? I don't know. I'm not happy if I'm Dak. I'm not saying he deserves it, but maybe for the... Yeah. Maybe maybe because of how bad... Maybe they're working out a deal. Maybe, maybe. That's what I'm saying. Does he not? Does he refuse to play until they work out a deal? Like, is he going to get paid, or is he going to? Because I think he would have made more than the franchise. Because he tag. got the exclusive franchise tag, which means he can't hear from other teams. Right. But my question is, I think he was he was definitely asking for more than the franchise tag. I don't know how much he would really make once so, everything was negotiated. So uh, the fr- the non ex- the the exclusive franchise tag is top five position money or one hundred twenty percent of his salary. Okay, so he's probably okay with being franchise tag then, right? In that regard, I mean, he's probably getting paid more than he actually still maybe less than he was asking, but probably more than it would be when it was all said and done. And I think so. I think how I think I read this right. So if he gets franchise tag this year. It's 120% or top five money, whichever one's more. And then next year, it's 120% of that. Okay. If they do it a third time, it's 144%. That's so they can, they, if they franchise tag next year, it would be. Yeah, if they, if they. So it's, okay, gotcha. But I feel like by then, you have to have a deal. Like It usually doesn't get that far. No. Nah. Um, no. Nah. It's I think it's $33 million this year. Is the top five? Is yeah. Average. So he, and I, th- I think he was asking for thirty million a year, wasn't he? I don't know. I, I mean, he's not. not he's I'm not using him that. with Tom Brady. I mean, if you just want him for the sake of having like a decent quarterback, I guess. But to pay him top five money is ridiculous because he's not. He's not a top ten quarterback. No. No, I can't. I mean, I feel like that's a waste of a franchise tag, right? 
I guess you don't have if you don't have anybody else. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I I've definitely kept up with him more, um, which we'll talk about it later. But I want to, do want to talk about Randall Cobb getting absolutely paid, and yeah, he can, I guess he can send some of that to DeAndre Hopkins because that was what in the who's paying? I mean, Randall Cobb's not a bad player, but he's not twenty seven million over three years, eighteen almost nineteen of that's guaranteed. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Mm, 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 no. Uh, so I'm trying to look at Dax real quick. Dax. Well, he was asking because I thought he was just asking thirty million. Obviously, that wouldn't be the case. So it looks like he was asking for thirty-six million a year, with a hundred and fifteen guaranteed. He just Good he's just night. not worth that. I'm sorry. What? So he's wanting what a five-year deal? That'd be a hundred, what, almost two hundred million, and he's wanting over half that guaranteed. Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, he's definitely not worth that. No, which, like I said, the money is insane now, and it's it's just going to keep on getting more and more. Yeah, because so like the it's, it's the salary the, cap went up ten million dollars this year. Yeah, it's so it's never going to stop. No. It's it's absolutely insane. Uh, we are going to talk about all the cancellations, though, that have happened um, and continue to go on. It looks like even farther some of this is going to get pushed back, which are, some of it, we'll talk about that, is canceled, done, donezo. Yep. Um, we're going to talk about some of the UT coaches have talked to the media since all this has gone and since the announcement of um, cancellations. Talking about recruiting, sort of, kind of recruiting, um, recruiting issues. And then, uh, obviously, the NFL free agency. Uh, we've got a bracket coming out. We do. We'll talk about that more. And then we've got some segments. We get into this? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> um, so let's talk about some of these cancellations. Well, first, let me tell you about our friends at Commercial Bank. Commercial Bank is your neighborhood bank, and they're a leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional and national banks whether it's purchasing a home, saving for your child's future, or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of the way to navigate life's big decisions. Life made better. Visit cbtn.com to learn more and find a branch near you. Guys, go check out the official bank of more important issues, Commercial Bank. Go check them out. Yeah, let's get into it. More cancellations. It was officially announced. It was already on our favorite term, unofficially official. Yeah. SEC was done. Um, it was or the spring seasons. Now that's announced. That's track and field, softball, baseball, spring practice, gone, done. I'm trying. I don't think there's any other spring sports. I mean, if you consider there tennis, are spring practices, track, tennis, swimming. Um, is there a swimming? I think there is. Swimming. Okay. Um, and then spring soccer. All every every activity on campus because UT's moved to completely online for the rest of the semester, not just that April. Uh, six deadline. Yeah. So, uh, everything's done, and that goes for the entire SEC. Uh, and it's definitely, I mean, it's definitely going to have an effect, not just on. I mean, obviously, if you look, let's look at UT baseball for example, people, you know, they're set on having a great year. Well, now that not only does that hurt, and yeah, it sucks, but uh, I mean, also hurts your future. Yeah. You got to hope a lot of these guys are going home. A lot of these girls. So, I mean, you got to hope if they want to continue getting better that. Typically, when you lose them, you lose them for like a month, 
at a time, no more. Yeah. So you can get him back. They're they might be a little out of shape. That might be, you know, a couple weeks. Baseball. They, right he on. might had he he might not have hit in a while or something like that. But it's it's been two or three weeks. It's not been yeah this long. So now when you get him back, I mean, it definitely hurts your trajectory for every sport um, because you know not all forty seven guys or um, girls or all one hundred on the football team are gonna go and do what they're supposed to do to continue getting better. And I know. People are like, oh, you know, can you take a break? This is a serious virus. I mean, we're talking about sports, so let's before we get into that, <laughs> yeah. let's look at the side that we're speaking of. Right. So that hurts definitely your trajectory and how you're going to build. I know it's just spring practice, but those are valuable times on the field that you won't get back. I doubt they'll extend fall camp. Um, they may by a day or two, but they don't. They won't give you the full ten practices or fifteen practices, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So this this hurts Jeremy Pruitt, who should be getting, who should get a lot better this year. It could hurt Vitello, who should get a lot better next year. Yeah, and I, th- I think this is going to go into a lot of recruiting. You know, guys that they recruited over these past couple of years to see if they actually recruited based off just talent or based off work ethic. Yeah, and stuff like that. Because you know, it, it's going to show when they get back on campus. Whenever this thing is done, you're going to see exactly how much they did, how much they didn't do, what they eat. You know. And and not just that, school as well. They don't yeah. have just like open sessions where you can come in and get tutoring and no. stuff like that. It, it's you got to actually do your work. Which I'm curious how the for high schoolers particularly, how some of that getting eligible will look because there's a chance high schools don't go back into session. Yeah, there's a chance you're not able to take an ACT or an SAT mm-hmm. again. I mean, somebody tweeted that their May second ACT has already been canceled. I think it's May second. It was a it was a date in May, and it was a non athlete. But he said, "Yeah, my May ACT's already been canceled." If you had an athlete going to that ACT, trying to bump up the score to get eligible or whatever, that's gone now. So what what are those issues when you talk about recruiting? What kind of things do those play into? Yeah, um, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how the NCAA handles it. Handles it. Um, it's going to be much easier, in my opinion, for uh, MLB and NBA and NFL to handle it because there's really not, yeah. there's not changing much, but other than moving your dates around, which I am kind of curious, how far will the NBA go in their postponement? They've already mentioned potentially like a July championship. Will they go into August, September, and continue to push back their season a little bit? I, I don't know. And that's a short turnover for when their next season starts. Yeah, that, I mean so. that they've already mentioned potentially starting. Going to July, when they mentioned that date, they mentioned opening day would then be um, opening weekend or whatever would be Christmas Day. Okay. So they've already said they're willing to push it back. My question is how far back? And then if you push it back, if you're willing to push it back to Christmas, does that mean you'll take your season into September? Yeah, I, I don't know. I Yeah, so do you shorten your season? I mean that – I would honestly here, – here's what I think you, sh- you could gain out of this for both baseball and basketball. Might as well go ahead and plan on experimenting with shorter seasons next year. And let's yeah. just see how it works. Why not? Take Try to get this season in as far as you can possibly take it back. Like, go ahead and be willing, all right, we're willing to take it back to, let's say, September's your deadline. And we're going to go ahead and say we're going to have a short season regardless. Test the waters. See what happens. Yeah, and if you if you do that, I mean, you're making those seasons – more meaningful yeah i mean those, and with this drought of no sports people are going to want to watch meaningful games so yeah. that, i feel like that's only going to help you yeah no I, I i would like to see you might as well i mean the mlb has been in some extensive talks about shortening the season nba has flirted with the idea 
I don't know how far they've really come in shortening that season. And I don't know if they've ever decided like a number. I think baseball said they could they could go down to like a hundred and five games or something like that. Yeah. Something they they've like mentioned a number. I don't know how how far NBA has gotten in that. So I'd be curious. I mean, why not test it next year? Have your you know, you go ahead and say I'm we're gonna have our pitchers and catchers report in uh February. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and say, you know, the date. And that means the season's gotta be over to give them enough time enough resting period. The season's gotta be over by December. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever you think enough turnaround time is. And if if the issue is, you know, the the paycheck per game, well, why don't you increase the incentives? So increase the the bonus that they get into the playoffs or or the bonus to to win MVP or something like that. Just make a little bit more there. What does baseball look like with a short season? Like how do you – how do you seed and how do you – do you only play divisional games that count? Before the playoffs, I mean, I I just think you play less like the well, let's say they the non con let's the say they non- don't get to start playing until mid June, which July is after the All Star break, right? It's usually in yeah, early July. Like that, yeah. uh, so let's say you don't start playing till late June. So obviously you don't have an All Star break. What games do you say we got to get these in to seat us? Well, your overall record it counts. It's think your I overall can, record. It's it's not, not like your conference record. So, but how do you like seat them? Correctly, because like you're playing more divisional games typically. Yeah. So how do you? That'd be interesting to see. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think that would be a huge issue. I mean, I, I just think it would be less games to go off of. But divisional, like it's. Yeah, I mean, but do you play your divisional opponents more? Or do you just go like a regular schedule? I would say I'd say you play your opponents like you usually do, and just take the. So you take your you're playing the, the same cross. percentage of. So, like, if you play, let's say for every time, for every four times I played you, I played this other team one time. Mm-hmm. So, or let's say twice, so it's, it's exactly half. So, now I'll play you twice, and then once you just take it out percentage-wise. Yeah, or, or you just, like, completely, maybe completely cut out, say, the last half of the season. So, you're just playing after the All-Star break, essentially? Yeah, pretty much. You could, you could, or or you, or you could shorten the division games where you just play like, oh, instead of playing this team ten times, yeah, or, or ten games, you play eight eight times, seven right. times, six times, something like that. I, I don't think they have to do the the cross. Uh, they're not leagues again, like National League, American League. They wouldn't have to play those games. So you just play inside your league and then decide, yeah, you could decide seating from there. I'm curious how – I mean, I hope they do everything they can to get it in. I kind of understand. What changes from pro to amateur is like amateur because eligibility all has a date that it resets on. Mm-hmm. Like, not I guess not an exact date, but like there's a date when the season ends. And so now you are graduated, your eligibility is done, and yours isn't. And, you know, you have two years or a year left, whereas – that's not the case in the pros. So pros have a ton of flexibility. They should have more flexibility um, compared to that of college and, and even high school, which high school could probably have some flexibility too, just because there's not as much money involved. I think probably what the right thing to do is the NCAA is just to, it. they've already canceled the year. So the fact that they've already done that is to make sure everybody, this doesn't cost anybody a year, freshman, a senior, a year of eligibility. Yeah. Obviously, if they graduate in four and want to move on, that's fine. Go on. But if they want to stay, they, they get that opportunity to. Yeah. 
So I'm just I, thinking it's it's going to be. I mean, the NCAA is going to have to throw out a lot of money for the smaller schools that aren't. They're absolutely going to have to, and and for the next four years. Yeah, because you're giving everybody that year of eligibility back, which means the rosters will be effective for the next. Scholarships will be effective for the next four years. That's what you have to do. I. Yeah, I mean, I it's definitely going to be costly to do, but I don't know how you. I mean, I guess schools could walk back on it, but they're going to get. I mean, basically, your your incoming freshman next year. I guess wouldn't be affected, but the next year, like you might not have a single roster spot. That's what I'm saying. You'll have to adjust roster spots for the next four yeah. years because that's where the eligibility yeah would end. So your freshman this year, that I think, yeah. So I think until 20, would that be 20? The season of 2025, you would need to have Actually, roster spots available. Yeah, which it never affect. It would only affect spring sports too. That's the good news. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know how that would work with like. And it really wouldn't do anything to the SEC because usually, you know, guys that are playing at this town are usually gone after their junior year. A lot yeah. of them. I want to know, because I think tennis and golf have a fall season and a separate spring season. So I wonder how it would affect that. Yeah, so that, I mean, that was the track issue too because they have, they have indoor they have indoor and outdoor. So do you give, you know, that, that kid who runs both, do you give him a year in just outdoor because he – Complete his indoor season, right? Or, or do you give him a whole year? Yeah, that's going to be some interesting questions that will be posed in the next few mo- weeks, months as they figure this out. I, yeah, I, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. And then there's going to be some guys that aren't affected by it at all because they were going pro long before this happened. Their draft stock won't change. Blah blah. blah. Yeah. yeah. So there's going to be a lot that are unaffected by it. But yeah, I mean, I'm interested we'll see. to see the the two baseball players, Solari and and Crochet, because. Now, I think we talked about it last week. Crochet just got back from injury, but he was projected to be a first-round pick. Now that everybody's kind of wiped clean yeah. with this season, does he still get that first-round draft grade because he didn't pitch in those 17 games? Or, or he pitched in one of the 17 games? Or is it, you know, it, it, does his draft stock take a hit because he didn't? pitch in those 17 or once in 17 games i don't know if it would take a hit but it, i mean it certainly doesn't improve right yeah i mean it's and then slurry you know he was saying about getting his year back does he actually because he struggled earlier in the year does he stay another year that's that's gonna be something it definitely depend on the money for him i would imagine yeah it's i mean obviously the other day when it was immediately canceled it sounds like he would want to come back but mm-hmm. yeah he doesn't I think he it, hadn't talked to any scouts i mean any scout. He hadn't talked to many. He hadn't talked to many that are grading him. He doesn't know what his position yeah. would look like yet. I mean, his his is more like up in the air than Crochet. I feel like Crochet's gone, regardless of what happens yeah. this entire season. I would think so, too. Um, because, because it, I mean, he's a left-handed pitcher. You know, those those are rare. Those are yeah. big-time and major league scouts. I, I would think he's gone just because of that. I would say he, he was – in some on some boards and then the injury aspect too yep you you just came back from an injury you know from pitching yeah why, why I mean, is that something and, you would risk and his, his it was just like arm soreness it wasn't really yeah. a big injury he's recovering his arms just sore and they were kind of saving him for SEC play yep and right before us I mean that's that's everybody's luck you know Right before SEC play, you're coming back for SEC play, and then the whole season gets canceled after that. Yeah. 
But yeah, it's those two are going to be interested to see. Um, I'm very interested to see Alex Laurie and kind of what that yeah. entails. Yeah, because I, I mean the younger the younger you get the the better your stock is going to be. Because that that's more time you can develop in their farm systems yeah. and yeah. and things like that. So does the year help him or hurt him if he comes back? I, I think it's so based on what he's told individually. Yeah, yeah that's sure. why it's like that. I mean, he he couldn't make a decision today. No, he would. I mean, he'd so. have to think over it. Yeah. Um, I guess the NCAA. I guess they had already kind of decided about giving the year back. They've just got to figure out the logistics of it. So I'm, I guess we'll find out about that here soon. Um, I mean, they don't. They shouldn't have many more much more to worry about because uh, they've canceled everything. So yep. NCAA should be on top of this issue. They shouldn't have I mean, anything else to do. Yeah, they'll probably be on top of this issue way more than the the eligibility for transfers and stuff like that. Uh, they probably shouldn't be though. So yeah, <laughs> it's probably the right thing to do right now. There's going to be a lot to figure out. So Cade Mays probably won't hear anything until Cade Mays may not hear. <laughs> I'd also imagine I don't know how many people work for NCAA, but I'd imagine hopefully those are going to be two different. Hopefully, the eligibility people can be left up to their stuff. Yeah, we'll see. I don't, I don't know. Who knows how big it is? Seems like nobody gets anything done over there. <laughs> What sports have you watched, though, since everything's been canceled? Have you watched anything besides replays? Oh, nope. Need to get into bowling. It's intense. I did see, like, a thing. It was, like, professional tag. Yeah, but that had that can't be going on right now. Because there are people there, and then they're touching each other. Yeah, constantly, <laughs> Like, <laughs> constantly. So there's no way that's going on. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, it's pretty much just part Not really today. I watch... Um, I don't understand how drone racing isn't a thing right now. Like, I would watch that right now. Drone racing? Yeah, because, like, it's sometimes on. What about the robotics stuff? I've never watched a robotics thing, but, I mean, at this point, if you can bet on it, I'll do it. <laughs> Let's do it. What about eSports? you watch any eSports? I've never watched any eSports. Couldn't get into it. Played a lot of FIFA today, though, so I had a pretty nasty play. Esport guy. I uploaded it to YouTube because I don't know how else to get it on my phone. So it's on YouTube if you'd like to watch it. <laughs> What's your name on YouTube? Just my name. Oh, okay. It's like, I didn't know my, if you it's like my one. Google account. I didn't know if like you put it under your like your PlayStation name. Should have done that. Yep. I'm gonna start uploading goals now because actually one of these I uploaded two today. One wasn't a goal and it should have been. One was a goal. But I think you're I also uploaded a Fortnite play. Is it your play? I don't know. Your name too? Yeah, yeah, it's just Caleb Mitch 116, I think. Adam. <laughs> yeah, that that's my PlayStation. If you want to play PlayStation with me. I'm, so I was hoping 2K would be like $29 like FIFA was, or 24 whatever it was. It was 59 I was like, this is horse crap. The new 2K? Yeah, 20 The newest. Ugh. Yeah. 2K Because I was like going to play online. I'm just looking for like games to play online. Madden, yeah. FIFA right now. I'd play 2K online. If you want to get that work in 2K and pay me $60, let's do it. So, Did that work like getting like are you like challenging somebody? Yeah, or are yeah. you like yeah, like I'm are you just want like are you no, like no, good no, like, at, are you I'm, good at 2K? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean I'm decent. I don't know because I haven't played online much, so I don't know comparatively how good. Gotcha. But like I can play with just about any team, just about, and beat most other teams. Like I could go gamer. I could go and play like the two thousand eighteen Golden State Warriors. 17 Golden State Warriors and beat them on with most teams. So Okay. All right. On all whatever it is. I'm just kidding. All right, Caleb. Jeez. 
I mean, that's all I do is play sports video games. I'm terrible at, like, Fortnite and Call of Duty and all those. I am, I'm too, but I, I play it because, like, I just like to play with my friends. And I'm not a big online yeah, guy. I'm going to have to mute my, uh... Really? That's the only thing I like to play. I, I like playing, like, one season. But, like, after that, I get pretty bored. I don't like playing somebody I, I don't know. See, I like... See, I love playing people I don't know. You can just yell at them over the microphone. I haven't done that in a while. I need okay. to get back to that. I need to get back to just moronically screaming at kids I don't know. Oh. Yeah, it's fun. I I miss those the the lobbies in Call of Duty, Modern Warfare Two. That Duty was or... that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. You can't say that stuff now. No, uh, <laughs> no, you cannot. Especially since my name, I made my name my name. They'd be like, I mean, we know who you are. Yeah, it's not some Moonlight Goblin crap, right? And I can call them every name in the book, and they're like, who is this guy? I don't know. He did. He didn't dox himself. So I did though. I'm trying to be famous, I get it. Not, um, for, not for my Fortnite plane. <laughs> Coach's um, press conference. Yeah, it, it really was, wasn't much, I guess. Yeah, I just don't really understand, like, why I have a... I guess they have to have a press conference. I just don't really get it. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's... I mean, the the, basket, the basketball thing, I don't think they're going to give them another year. No, I think they've already said no. Like, I think they've already said they're not doing yeah. that. Which I... I It's kind of like, what do you value more, the season or the tournament? Seems like you value the season more right now. That's just if But as man, a fan, the tournament is way more valued than the season. It should be for everybody. Like, I don't understand how, I don't know. I think it's a tough territory, but it's like, if you think this is what they should all be in, be playing for, mm-hmm. why would you not just give them that extra season? It's know. it's more paperwork on the NCAA. Probably, probably so. Yeah. But I mean, how many of those guys are actually going to stay too? Like, oh, I don't yeah. think Lamonte or Bowden would stay if given the opportunity. I guess maybe basketball. You run into the issue. Do you have to give the other four guys on the other four classes the next year? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, the one and done thing like that's. Yeah, I mean, like, there's going to be a none lot of those guys are going to go. Yeah. I mean, they Tennessee like played like ninety percent of their season. Probably more than that. Yeah, maybe 95. Yeah. 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 And then uh, I think Vitello mentioned, you know, we're going to either win the College World Series or we're going to be on the field crying. So um, either way, it kind of sucks. We don't get to see what the the end result was going to be. Yeah. And then uh, he, he did mention that Liam Spence, who is Australian, before he went to junior college and now at Tennessee, he's not able to go home. So, like, he's – I think most everybody said that they don't really have anybody on campus besides, I guess, people in apartments that live off campus. Um, but if you don't have a meal plan, that's – Yeah, I mean, there's definitely going to be some – I mean, it, it, even without the meal plan, it's going to be quite a financial burden because I think cafeterias are closed. Yeah. Like, I think – I mean, you could use your, you know, vol card at places on the strip, but it's like how many of those places are going to be closed down soon? Yeah, I mean, are are they gonna have to have somebody make them food and like bring it to them? Because did they address? I don't. I guess they didn't address that. I, mean, I, th- I think they I did some it. sort of like care package or or okay. something. But like, once everything like closes down, like if everything closes down on the strip, like you're not able to. I don't know. Like then you have to I don't just know. get groceries. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's there. I would imagine for the University of Tennessee, this is an absolute logistical nightmare. Yep, I would imagine. And then Viscovi, I would not want to work. Which apparently that wasn't true. So apparently yeah. he's. I guess he, he was in Charleston on like 
last like Friday night. Mm. He posted on his Instagram story. He was like driving a car in Charleston, South Carolina. Oh. So I'm curious what more to the story exactly there is. I guess he got is he is he home? I don't know. Fourteen hundred dollar plane flight. That's yeah, especially like what's going on now. Which I, I was looking because one of my is friends, that like his whole family though? Because they're all here, right? Yeah. One of my friends was. Or did they uh, go home after Auburn? They went home after the Auburn game. Okay. Because um, they they found out they weren't the good luck charm that we hoped them right. to be. The uh, somebody who's telling me though, if like a plane ticket this summer to Brazil was like seven grand there and back. So fourteen hundred is a significantly cheaper than that. Seven grand there and back. Yeah. So thirty five hundred dollars a plane ticket. God. Yeah. So. That's actually a the Scoby got a cheap. Surely that comes with a checked bag, right? (laughs) I hope so. You just get the. It looks like he is now at the beach. He is. He's at Folly with John Fulgerson. There's, there's. (laughs) So what's going on? I don't know. Where this fourteen hundred dollars come from? I don't know. Maybe he's flying from Charleston. Got a little bit more expensive. Cheekies. At least go like Charlotte. Is that pretty creepy to? I don't know. It's it's public. It's all right. I didn't even yeah. have to request to follow him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's got to be a logistical nightmare. I would not want to be involved in all Do that. Do you think um, beer pong on the beach, you think he bites his arm every time he sinks one? There'd be a lot of biting. He'd have a very sore arm. <laughs> I imagine he can shoot. Maybe he can't. I don't know. Maybe, like, Folky's the drinker and then... uh. And because Viscoe isn't of age, so he just you know, okay. he's just the one shooting. Do we know Fulgerson's of age? Because he doesn't look like it. Is he of age? <laughs> I don't know how old he he's is. He's got to be close. I have no idea. If not, not a clue. But yeah, recruiting issues. Um, I think the big thing with especially Tennessee is the the camps and Jeremy Pruitt's just been huge on camp evaluations, and now like it doesn't look like they're going to be able to camp. Right. And if so, it's not going to be like, it's going to be maybe two or three weeks and that's it to try to get all these kids in. And, and if all these, if you're trying to get all these kids in, you know, they're getting other offers right. to go camp and, and different stuff like that. So I think it's going to, it's going to be interesting how recruiting plays out because you have some schools where, you know, it's the Ohio state, Alabama, Georgia, it's Clemson. It's it's easy to recruit there because you know they have a winning tradition. Um, they're competing for national titles. It's it's easy to just be like, hey, do you want in the boat or not? You know, we we don't think this recruiting thing is going to end up. Are you in or are you not? Right. Um, but Tennessee, you know, when they base off camp evaluations, relationships, getting guys on campus, it's a lot harder to recruit against those top programs. Yeah, not being able to get guys on campus is is tough um yeah i man i the good thing is is other teams aren't but like you said there's going to be some of those traditional programs that it's easier to recruit right so obviously if you're looking you know it is level playing ground in in terms of nobody can get guys on campus like that's Mm -hmm. an ncaa wide restriction on the uh on the till April fifteenth, I think is the recruiting yeah. deadline right now. So that's thankfully everybody, but still, that's that's tough. Like that sucks. Yeah, because right now it's looking like maybe July. Yeah, 
um, is when everything is going to be, I mean, then you're getting into fall practice. You're getting into, um, you know, this, the senior year of these, of these kids. Right. And so they're wanting to kind of get everything out of the way, especially because at the end of that senior year, it's early signing period. That's when most people sign. Yeah. So do you think maybe they wait and you don't have a lot of, a ton of people sign on early signing day? You think they waited out because they just didn't get the full again I think process? There could be a, I don't mean I think there could be a larger percentage, but I think it's gonna be very based on personal preferences. There are gonna be guys who go to Tennessee or Alabama or Clemson for the first time and commit that day and yeah. then there's gonna be guys who wanna do a full recruiting process. I think it'll just be so different for every person involved. We won't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean it, it it's gonna be interesting and I don't think it's really in Tennessee's favor because, like I said, the camp evaluations and really not being able to do that. And Tennessee got two practices in, and yeah. Clemson got nine. Yeah. Um, so there's that aspect, too. Not really recruiting, but just as the team in general. Like, you're not really – two practices, you're not – you're basically doing install. You're not even in full pads. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It – Tennessee definitely didn't get effective two effective days out of it. That's for sure. No. So, um, no, yeah, it definitely is going to hurt next year at least for a time. Yeah, I don't know how much. Hopefully, not a lot, but it'll affect it in some way for sure. Yeah, but the good thing is we we didn't change coordinators. We still have offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, head coach. So I think that is in our favor a little bit. Um, whereas you have like Alabama, they're you know, Mac Jones is kind of their new quarterback, and they have a new offensive coordinator. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's going to be different for every team, but I I don't think recruiting wise, I don't think it's in our favor. We only have seven guys right now, and with the in-state crop not like it was last year, where you can just you know that those kids knew about Tennessee because they're from Tennessee, whereas you recruit North Carolina, um. Alabama, places, Virginia, places like that. Yeah. It, it's harder to pull those guys when you're not even able to get them on campus. Yeah. Recruiting is definitely going to be an issue. So yeah. we'll see how, we'll see how it responds. Um, once fall, what, I mean, cause you are, you're either not going to have a season by then or recruiting is also going to be back open. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. Still out. got Niedermeyer though. So still have Niedermeyer. Yeah. Hopefully Moose can recruit in any way possible. Yep. He's, Tweeting at guys right now. Just kidding. That would be against the rules. So, he's not doing that. <laughs> Please do that. Um, another football news. Oklahoma opens as a seven-point favorite over the Vols. I like that. That's a good line to me. Because that line's going to come down. It should technically come down. Yeah. That's the closer we get to the game. So, that's, I'm in That's I'm not in a there. lot of points. No. I mean, and, and you look at Oklahoma, and this is, this is early, but they're having to replace a new quarterback. They're... Best defensive guy's gone. CeeDee Lamb's gone at receiver. I think they got some good receivers still on that roster. But And I guess you could argue the same that we lost a lot too. But I feel like we have guys that are able to come in. I feel like they have a lot of question marks. Yeah. And they haven't really proven they can just go beat a SEC team because they haven't. I'm not convinced Spencer Rattler can play college football yet. Talent-wise, he can. I don't know about mentally. Maturity. I can't imagine that man gets hit good one time and responds positively. Probably not. Or well, maybe Shane. Maybe he's or his receiver makes a bad, you know, a bad runs a bad route or doesn't catch it, doesn't complete a play. I can't imagine he responds positively to that. Yeah, maybe not. 
he seems like the kind of guy who would get punched for standing on the power team. I don't know. We'll see. It's the kind of guy he seems like to me. Don't do that. Don't stand on the power team. Especially not in front of Josh or it wasn't Malone. It was uh, Jason Kroon. Jason Kroon, yeah. Um, yeah, I just think I like it. I mean, I, I feel like we have a good chance of beating them. I feel like the seven points is probably because they're at home. Three, is it three points are given to the home team? So it's a four point spread. Yeah. So essentially, I think it's three are typically given to the home team. So yeah, I mean four, four points really. I mean, if our if our defense comes to play, I know their defense is going to be non-existent like it is every year. So I just we have to find ways to take advantage of them not having a great defense. Like in fit in fifteen. It's not like we just shredded their defense apart. No. But our offense could have. Like, when you look at the offenses they lost to, yeah, I mean, we, we but we couldn't find ways to just absolutely obliterate their defense like every other team pretty much could. Mm-hmm. Like, even the not great teams in the Big 12 were able to go score against them. Yeah. So, we got to find a way to do that. That's what I'm curious about. We'll see. Kim English we'll see. is staying. He is staying. Decided against, we don't know if it was offered, but there was uh, interest there with Southeast Missouri Southeast State. Missouri State. Southeast Missouri State, which is where Conzo played, I believe. Oh, I believe. okay. Better double, better double check that. I yeah. want to say that was where he played. Um, but, obviously we lost a assistant last year who I think may have had a big impact on our team this year, uh, was Rob Lanier. So, now you're having another assistant. When you have assistants getting offers, that's, I yeah. like that's always, that means I mean, you have good guys on your staff. Oh, Conzo played at Purdue. The coach of Southeast Missouri State? He coached at Missouri State before Tennessee. Oh, okay. That was what it was. Yeah, I think I think this is huge. Just, you know, Kim English, he played at Missouri, so I feel like there's kind of – I think he has family in Missouri or, or something like gotcha. that, so that could um, – you know, just, just getting that first head coaching offer, I know it's very tempting to take that. Right. Um, but you look, you, you mentioned Rob Lanier and, you know, the impact he had on this team. I think he has an even bigger impact on – Next year's team with, you know, Jaden Springer, uh, Keon well, Johnson. He he had a big hand in recruiting. Those I just guys. mean I think we lost potentially what I maybe am mistaken for Rick Barnes' identity to what may be Rob Lanier' identity, like in how he coaches the team. Okay, like his attitude. If you watch some of Georgia State's games this year, they seem to adopt some of that really gritty, gonna be on the boards, you know. Which I think we found some of that towards the end of the season. But at the beginning of the year, I was asking maybe was that more Rob Lanier than it was Rick Barnes. I think it was both their attitudes, but yep. certainly Rob Lanier played a part in that because I think we lost some of it and Georgia State gained a lot of it. So Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was definitely a huge loss. I mean, we did not – and Rick Barnes admitted he did not want to lose and, him. And I don't think that is a knock on Kim English who replaced him either. No. They they may just have two different styles and it's going to take some time, Which, some I, time I mean, to adopt. I think he came in and he's – He's recruited that Paolo Benchero. He is um, a kid from Washington, like the number four player in the country, and he was uh, key in getting him on campus. And he's how we found Vescovi, too. Yeah. So. And, and then he is uh, He's also Kenny Chandler, the the kid at Briarcrest. He's his um, lead recruiter. So I think Rick Barnes knows what, he do, knows what he's doing when he's hiring assistants. Right. Because he gets young, rising stars that can recruit. Um. And that's, I don't think that's a knock on Rick Barnes. I just feel like it's a lot easier for a young guy like Rob Lanier, like Kim English to come in 
into a kid's living room or call him on the phone and just talk with him than it is, you know, Rick Barnes. Yeah. No, I mean, you definitely got to get guys around you that are good uh, at either your weak spots or just really good at what they do. And I think he's, I think he's pretty much done that. Yep. Um, and and then I, th- I also think, and this could be a big reason why he stayed, he get a, a lot better opportunity next year. If we have a good year with what's coming in and what's staying. Yeah. If we live up to this top 25 ranking that we have right now in the way too early stuff, um, I feel like that could boost his stock. Right. And he could get an even better opportunity than Southeast Missouri State. Yeah, uh, you would think so. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's, it's definitely hard to turn down that offer, but I think, you know, just taking a step back and looking, I, I feel like he kind of – realize like hey if we have a good year i feel like i could get even better opportunity right absolutely um it's good to keep them good to get that uh stability within the coaching staff right um jesus christ is it wet no it's a um Let's talk about some free agency. NFL free agency, though. NFL. Something dirty? Oh, an ant. Yeah, big-ass ant. Um, yeah, free agency. I think the big one is, obviously, Tom Brady to the Bucks. Hadn't been official yet. It's unofficially, unofficially official, right? Yeah, I guess. It's not been confirmed. Yeah. Announced. It hasn't been announced by right. Tampa. I think uh, that's wild. Yeah, and it kind of makes me like, how good could the Bucks really be this year? I don't know. I mean, they, they do have, you know, a, a good offense. They have um, a ton of talent on the offense. Yeah, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard is, you know, he's not been great with Jameis Winston, but, you know, Tom Brady's proven he can turn an average tight end into a yeah. great tight end. And when you get a great tight end with like Rob Gronkowski, and yeah. you know he can turn him into a freaking Hall of Famer. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm really curious to see just how what happens here with uh, if he goes to the Bucks, just because like how big of a hit that is that going to give him? Because I assume they're paying his thirty million a year. I think that's what he asked. I think that's who was asked thirty million. You think you just want to trade in his parka for one of your one of your shirts? Yeah, and I heard he's he, just uh, tired of that. I heard Robert Kraft has a really good, um, really good massage therapist. He should visit in Florida. So I would imagine he <laughs> he got some help along the way. Um, but yeah, the uh, I I think it was just Belichick ready to look for younger, cheaper talent, or maybe not cheaper, but worth their money talent. Because the fact of the matter is, Tom Brady is old. I mean, it's the same thing with Peyton Manning. Like, teams did not want to pay his fee yep. at that point. It wasn't worth it to them. Um, so, I think it was part of that. And um, maybe maybe a little bit of not being able to – maybe being able to pay what he was asking as well if you wanted to keep some of the talent you had on your roster. Um, and I don't know. I mean, the Bucks are obviously – that's the thing about teams like – the teams that are trying to acquire the quarterback rather than get rid of him, you're willing to pay that because you think he could elevate your team that much. I don't know if he could with the Bucks. James Winston cost the Bucks a lot of points, but he also scored a lot of points for him. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. 
I think it's I think I think it's interesting. I'm interested. Yeah, I think Brian Leftwich is he still their OC? I don't know. Is it Bruce Arians? Is that the yeah, head coach now? Yeah, okay. he's the head coach. See, I didn't even know the head coach yesterday when all this was going. And apparently, crazy. I heard something about maybe them getting Antonio Brown. That would be. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way anyone gets Antonio Brown. I don't know. If Antonio Brown gets back on because apparently roster, he coached Bruce Arians coached him somewhere. Interesting. Where would he have coached him at? I guess it had to be. Um, Pittsburgh? 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 Maybe? Or was he at Central Michigan? I'm going to look it up. Um, I think that would, if, if, we got to figure out a way to do this. If Antonio Brown is back on a roster before there is a sporting event played because of coronavirus. Does that make sense? See okay. What I'm yeah. What's the what's the punishment? What's the punishment? I'm making a bet here. I don't okay. think Antonio Brown will be back on a roster before mm. we play sports again for the coronavirus because of the coronavirus. Yeah, he coached at Pittsburgh from 04 to 2011. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe there's a real chance then. I don't know. Maybe he has a relationship with him because he coached wide receivers and then was the offense coordinator. Okay. Yeah. Maybe there's a real chance. I'm trying to huh. think. Maybe we. I don't uh, know. I might be backpedaling on this bet now that there's a real relation, real relationship there. It wasn't like oh he just was there when he was there. There might be a real, real relationship. So, I'm, I'll, let's backpedal on that one. We can come back to that. What's your so is what's your favorite trade? Not the one we're making fun of with uh, um, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. Um, Hold on. First, do you believe that Michael Irvin crap? Do you believe it? I don't. I don't really know Bill O'Brien, but you just can't say. But you can't say that. Like, how dumb is he if he says that? Oh yeah, especially well, to well, the I'm guy's thinking, face. I'm. I'm thinking it's true just because the way this man is trading. Like he's <laughs> he's obviously not in his right mind. And to call somebody, I guess he didn't call him, but to kind of put him and Aaron Hernandez. I, in I mean, the to put him in that category. category is yeah, it's pretty bold. I mean that Bill O'Brien's a moron. Yeah. And I already thought that about the trade. Now this comes out. I'm There's like, no way it's true. Lord. There's no way it's true. You can't say that to a guy you're about to trade away for no apparent reason. Hey, don't tell anybody I told you this. You're just like Aaron Hernandez. Oh, by the way, I traded you to Arizona for nothing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I was looking at the past couple of trades that the uh, Texans did. And, like, they've gotten, like, three running backs. They've gotten Lamar Miller, Duke Johnson, and David Johnson. Why are you trading for running backs? I don't. I will never understand why you're trading literally your best players for running backs. Yeah, I don't know. They got rid of Clowney. They got rid of Hopkins. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. Do you like Bridgewater to Carolina? I do. I, I do, do too. I, I think it. I think it goes well with Joe Brady coming to OC. I don't think him and Cam Newton. Not that they wouldn't get along, but I don't think they fit each other's scheme. Right. So right, yeah. I think I think Bridgewater's a, a better fit. I think. I mean, all, Cam Newton was my favorite player, at Carolina. Like, there's, it just he throws off his back foot. He's not an accurate quarterback, and right now that's what we need. So, Philip Rivers to the Colts. How bad for the Chargers? How good for the Colts? 
I'll, I'll say this, and this goes with the Bucks too. If you don't have anybody behind Phillip Rivers and Tom Brady that you're kind of molding into your franchise quarterback, it's not going to work. Okay. Well, for maybe for one year, though. Yeah, for one year. But even, like, you look at the – or not the 49ers, the um, the Chiefs. Alex Smith was there starting and right. Patrick Mahomes sat. I mean, look at that. I mean – but Brock Os- Oswalder set behind Peyton. Let's be and fair. He was though. he was terrible, but he was a lot better than people thought he kind of would be. Let's be fair. Philip Rivers and Tom Brady are in a very different category than Alex Smith. Oh yeah, I agree. I'm just saying like they could be good for a year. Like the Bucks could be in the playoffs next year with Tom Brady. But then what? The Colts could be. I- I'm not asking for ten years in the future, five years in the future. I'm asking for these teams this year. I mean, I, I think the. Like, how bad are the Chargers, and do the Colts get better with Phil Rivers? Because I think the Chargers could be one of the worst teams in the NFL next year, especially if they're going to rely on a rookie quarterback. Because who are they getting right now? James Winston? Cam? Cam? I, I mean, all these – Cam may last – he's not going to last three four games before he goes off the deep end again. Yeah. James Winston's going to throw you a lot of touchdowns, but a lot of interceptions and pick sixes in the process. Yeah. I don't know. I mean – they're looking do, at getting Justin look at, Justin Herbert. Do they trade up for Tua? See, like, but Tua, like, I mean, he's an injury away from career being done. Yeah. Do they try to get Mitch Trubisky? The Bears just got Nick Foles. But even I, then, I it's like go get Mitch Trubisky. I wouldn't either. But it's <clears> like, who do you get? I don't know. Yeah, the Chargers don't look good. I mean, if if the Texans didn't have Deshaun Watson, I would think they'd be an zero sixteen team. It's very possible. It's very possible. Um, there's another one I liked. Was I like Diggs Case to Keenum Bills? to the Browns. Yeah, I think they're going to use him as a backup role, though. Oh, yeah, I, I did too. But if you have – it gives kind of Baker somebody to – Compete with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Baker's on a one-year contract in my head if I'm the GM of the Browns. Yeah. Like, for the next probably three years, you're going to be – even if you have a stellar year this year, you're probably on a one-year contract again, mm-hmm. in my head. So, I think this will be year – this is year three. So, this is his – I imagine he's still on a rookie deal. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. But, uh, dicks to the Bills. You like that? Getting, I, I like the – I think the Bills did – they did well. In getting Josh agency. Allen some – they got Stephon Diggs, Mario Addison, Josh Norman. They've got they got some talent. Josh Norman's not a great um, corner, but you look at the AFC East. There's nobody really he has to cover. No, there's not. The AFC East should be wide open this year. Yeah, nah, maybe not wide open. I mean, it, it's I think you still have the. So tough. it's the Pats, Dolphins, Bills. Who's the other team? Jets, Do you know Jets, Jets, yes, okay. yeah. There's no one really. He has to. That's a big time receiver in that. No, I mean, if I'm a corner, I'd love to be in the AFC East. I'd hate to be in the NFC South. Yeah, no kidding. That's why no one wants to come to Carolina. You have to guard Michael Thomas twice, Julio Jones twice, and then Mike Evans, Chris Godwin twice. Like, who wants to be a corner at Carolina? No one does. That's why James Bradbury went to the Giants. So, I, I do like Mariota to the Raiders, though. I mean, I don't know if he'll actually play, but I feel like yeah. he has a chance. I mean, if he can figure out some stuff. I, 
I wouldn't say Derek Carr's head and shoulders better than he Derek is. Derek Carr was up in Johnson City a couple months ago. Doing what? I don't know. Just hanging out. Hmm. I thought that was weird. That was weird. Yeah. But John Gruden's just a terrible coach. Yeah, I'm not bought in on John Gruden. That's for sure. I think we dodged a bullet there. Yeah. Not that he ever wanted it. I mean, we could talk about some... We can talk about some groomers. I'm all all the time game for groomers, but <laughs> I think we dodged a bullet. Also, uh, Jason Witten's going there. Jason Witten's going to the Raiders. He's got a one-year... I think it's a pretty decent deal. Uh, I was surprised that the Titans got rid of Jack Conklin to the Browns and Jarrell Casey. Jarrell Casey was... For like a seventh-round pick. A seventh-round pick. Yeah. yeah, your best defensive lineman. Yeah, I mean, he's older, but... but still. A seventh-round pick? Get a third or fourth. Jeez. Yeah, a seventh-round pick is nothing. Yeah, they were just like... They're like, oh, okay, you know, they want... Where did he end up going? I don't know. But it, they were like... We could get Jarrell Casey. Who, who sh- what should we get for him? Oh, just a little bottom. Seventh-round pick. Seventh-round pick, good? Oh, sounds good. Oh, yeah, great, great. That had to be a miscommunication. Yeah, that was dumb. You said second round pick, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. That's obviously a second round pick would be probably way overvalued, but still, dude, much I better than I didn't really understand the the exclusive, non exclusive, and transition tags. I didn't understand all of that until this week. I still don't understand them. So, so the transition or the. Exclusive, non-exclusive, basically the same thing. The non-exclusive, they can negotiate. But you can't talk to another, or you can talk They to can negotiate team. with other teams. Yeah. And if that player is lost, I think they have like a seven-day period to match what that team offers. Mm-hmm. If they don't, and the player leaves, they get two first-round picks for compensation. I don't know, like, they get them from that team. They get them, like, over time. I don't, I don't know how that works, but they get two... I don't think it's ever really been done. And I think it's just like, here's the prize tag, two first round picks for this player. Yeah. No one's going to give that up. But it's really, you're only, it's one more first round pick. You get two total, right? Surely. No, it's two. You get two first round picks. I don't know if, if they're anybody like. anybody utilizes this tag yeah. effectively, they. I could be totally wrong, but that's what I, I did a lot of research and that's what I got from it. Um, and then the transition tag. So both of the the franchise tags are top five position money. Um, the transition tag is top ten position money, or the the hundred and twenty percent. So if it's kind of like the non exclusive, they have the right to first refusal. So I think they do have a chance to match it. But if they don't, they get no compensation from it. Gotcha. This just has it for franchise tag yeah so it's basically kind of like hey here's a price or here's a tag make your best offer kind of thing no one wants to be on a transition tag because they're not right really getting anything out of it it's basically a one-year deal Yeah, this is like the only thing that's keeping us sane, I think. It's the only thing on ESPN right now because it's the only thing going on. Yeah, no, it's... Which, actually, uh, Adam Silver's on ESPN right now. I don't know what he's talking about, but he's on. He may be talking about the NBA season, and they may be talking about contingency plans. Not sure, because obviously we're doing the show. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, Adam. Couldn't work around your schedule. 
Right. Um, Tennessee villain bracket. Yeah. So we've been talking about this. We're not ready to release it, but we're ready to release our number ones. We're only, we are. We're only going to have 32 people involved in this because it we could did. definitely we could definitely nitpick villains, but we'd be nitpicking. Yeah. I feel like we've got a solid 32 who have affected Tennessee in some way. Yeah. So uh, the number one overall seed. So the four regions are the orange region, the white region, the smoky gray region, and the checkerboard region. Um, so first overall seed for this villain bracket, none other than Alabama's coach Nick Saban. I like it. He's wreaked a lot. He's ruined a lot of Saturdays for me. Yep. Number two in the white region, you have. The old ball coach, Steve Spurrier. Dude, that guy's a dickhead. Spurrier. Visor guy. Um, then the Smoky Gray region. Oh, God. You have the Alabama intern, Butch Jones. I'm ready to talk about him. <laughs> um, then the checkerboard region, kind of older one. Um, we're younger guys, so sorry that some of these are, are new. Right. Um, but here's an older one for you old-timers. Um, Bear Bryant. There we go. Bear Bryant. Um, so those are our f- top four overall seeds, the number one seeds. And uh, we'll have this kind of finished up by Sunday. Yeah, we're planning to do a full bracket release Sunday. Okay. Yes. Full bracket release on Sunday. We'll get that to you guys. So keep an eye out for that. That's all I got. What, what's, what's next? Uh, we're going to jump into some segments. Before we do that, let me tell you about Simply Safe. With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's a traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune. Or there's the other way that's the Simply Safe way. Simply Safe is everything you need in home security system. It's award winning protection. They're the two time winner of the CNET Editor's Choice Awards. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Guys, don't let your home be susceptible to break-ins like Landon was today when I broke in when he went <laughs> home. You barely notice it's there, but what's truly remarkable is you can set up this system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops, and there's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice, 24-7. It's only 50 cents a day, and there's no contracts. It's why The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. Guys, if you go to simplysafe.com slash team today, right now, this minute, you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Just go now and be sure you try simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. Go check out Simply Safe and be simply safe in your home. Do Today. it. Don't let Caleb, Caleb break in. Do not let me break in. I'm pretty skilled, especially when I know the code to get into your home. Like the the Michael Schofield of homes, except you break into them. Who's Michael Schofield? Uh, Prison Break. Oh, okay. I've never seen Prison Break. Really? Nope. My gosh. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll I'll have time to watch it here in the next few weeks. Yeah, so yeah. You have plenty maybe. of time. Um, if you. We're on here for a couple more minutes, so feel free to drop in some questions if you want to. We're keep, kind of keeping an eye on the live show here. Um, also, if you want to ask us if we're not live, we will get it next week. Sunday. But yeah, next Sunday. Episode. Yeah, next episode. Sorry. 
Yeah, go ahead. Ask away. Ask away. We'll be monitoring. Um, Jumbotron today is favorite thing about working from home because most of us have now been self-quarantined, I guess is what you would say. And we are working from home or at least most of our time from home or we're not doing things. from. We're home a lot right now. So your favorite thing to do, your favorite thing about working at home, I'll let you go first. Mine is just the quiet. Okay. And may and I, I feel not a like big I, office fan, huh? Yeah, I mean, I I am to a certain extent, but I I do enjoy the when I'm focused in on the work, I love the quiet. Okay. Um, so I feel like that's gonna change here pretty soon. Probably in the next couple of days, I'll probably get tired of that quiet. Probably go insane. Yeah, probably. Um, you just gotta start watching YouTube videos in the background. Yeah, you can't stop the quiet. So that's what I did today. I, I watched Whitehaven versus Brentwood Academy. There you go. And then I watched Catholic versus Brentwood Academy. Okay. From last year. So, yeah, I've been doing a, a lot of high school football watching. There you go. I'm a big dogs in the office guy. And okay. when you're working at home, there's always dogs in the office. Okay, yeah. I don't know if you've ever been blessed to work in an office that allows dogs. I've never been able to work somewhere where I can bring my dog. But there's at least been dogs there before. Mm-hmm. It's always a plus. Like, today when I'm working and Brutus is just chilling at my feet, I'm like, man, this would be awesome every day. Like, with your, don't have to worry about him being like, ah, oh, does he need to go out? Because if he does, I could just take him out. Yeah. Like, I'm not like, ah, You don't have to worry about like, oh, great. what I'm about to walk in when I open exactly. the door. I know what it's going to be because I can, I can be there all day. Yeah. So, dogs in the office is a perk. Working from home, there's always dogs in the office. Yeah. Um. Dang. My, mine is just like. The food is a lot more convenient. It is a lot more convenient. And you can, here's the dangerous part. You can eat it all day. Yeah, that is, that is bad. And I had like four Reese's today. It was awesome. I'm not mad, but I do, I don't regret it, but like. You'll, you might regret it here in a few days if you keep up the. Oh yeah. The like when I step, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy Reese's anymore. Like this is my Warren quarantine package of Reese's. So okay. if I, I bet I've got to ration them off in case we go into a deep state of quarantine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You gotta be careful about the eating. It's tough. My next one, showering when convenient. I don't know about you, but I'm not a guy. I w- Here's my issue. I'm not a big guy that likes to just get up and immediately start getting ready. I want to sit around. I want to make coffee. I want to read. Like, I don't want to just get in the shower and get ready and leave. But I am also love sleeping. Oh. So I run into this issue of, like, I could get up early, do all these things before I start getting ready, or I can sleep more. Now it's like I can sleep in. I can get up. I can get work started. I can make coffee. And then just shower when I'm ready to shower. I don't have to rush. Okay. So I, was like, like, I was about to ask. I was like, are you just kind of the sweat, sweaty guy in the office? No, but like when I have to shower in the morning. Oh, that's that's what I was going to ask before you said. Oh, no, no, no. Because no, no. like, I was like, are you like, why are you sweating so much in the I office? I don't shower <laughs> in the office. What do you do in the <laughs> I don't, office? I don't shower at the office. Are you I, are you the horizontal running guy? Yes. Are you like the, doing the standing? Horizontal running. I just run at my desk. Uh, yeah. So horizontal would be laying down. Yeah, so I don't that, lay down. That's what Fat Amy does. Nobody yeah. walks past my desk and is like, why is Caleb laying on his desk running? But did, what did Stanley, did Stanley like, was he just holding his legs up? He does something in the office where, you know, when they're trying to lose oh, weight. Dwight, Dwight uses a yoga ball. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I thought Stanley, maybe he has like a thing of paper and he's like holding it up with his that feet. That might be it. That, I, that sounds right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you were doing something like that. I'm not like, doing anything like that. Nope. I need to... Not a big workout guy. Try to avoid exercise, actually. That's the good news about working at home. You can avoid exercise without being ashamed. I ran two miles a day. 
That's insane. Like outside? Yeah. I ran That's to psychotic. almost Bonnie K and got to Bonnie K and realized I had to poop now. Like it was now. George, so I ran a, I ran a seven minute mile back and oh, nice. I had to stop every now and then cause I'd get the and contractions. Ran seven minutes. Huh? And you still ran it in seven minutes? Like, I'd stop for a second, let it pass, and, and keep going. And but I, I sprinted But you did that in seven minutes. Like, you would run, it was stop. Like, it was, like, almost eight, but it was in the sevens. So you didn't run a seven-minute mile. But it was it was in the sevens. That would be freakishly impressive if you were having to stop and, like, and then go and ran it in seven minutes. It was, like, 7.50. Okay. So you almost ran a nine-minute mile. Huh? You almost ran a nine-minute mile. No, eight-minute mile. Right. Which is pretty close to a nine-minute mile. What? <laughs> no. Landon runs a really slow mile is what we're getting at, guys. I mean, it was it kidding. was the fastest cheat clinch mile you've ever seen. Yeah, I'm pretty impressed. You, I, I feel like you just got to walk home at that point and just hope you don't. Because running, you're just loosening up some stuff. You shouldn't be loosening up. I was like, like I didn't even eat pants? before. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to. I thought I was literally just going to Would you have like, finished the run or would you walk? I feel like at that point you have to run home. No, I feel like you walk. <sighs> That is a dangerous look, because <laughs> then everyone sees you. But then, like, if you run, like, you have the chance of it just like coming out. But at least you, people, I feel like if you're walking, you can kind of control it. But if you're running, people are guessing if there's poop coming out of your pants. If you're walking, everyone's like, "Nope, definitely poop coming out of his pants. Hundred percent poop coming out of his pants." Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was it was very. I was I was scared. I couldn't when I got in the house. I couldn't tell if I was sweating from the run or sweating because I was about to poop my pants. Yeah, yeah, very scary. My um, last one, working from home, watching. We'll say watching Netflix because you like I can watch TV shows I want to watch because mm-hmm. I'm not worried about like anything going to distract me or anything I need to be super focused on. Like obviously, if I have to. Stop watching. I can pause it, but most of the time I can just watch it. Yeah. Obviously, don't. So if you're getting into a show like, I'm trying to think of a good show, you need to pay attention to. Pay attention to. Like Mine Hunters. Mine Hunters. That'd be a good one. Uh, I mean, like even like Game of Thrones. Like shows that you need to know the storyline really well. Don't do those while you work ever. You yeah. won't enjoy them. Like easy shows to watch. Yeah, like The Office, Friends. The Office, Friends, any of those you can almost watch anytime. It's almost like watching, it's almost like background noise watching. But I'm even talking about like shows that you could figure out pretty easily. Um, like I figured out, see, I've, I've been watching Better Call Saul and I've had to rewind it a couple times. So I almost want to say that's not a good example. Okay. I've had to rewind, I've had to like rewatch episodes because I wasn't paying attention good during one of the episodes. <laughs> But other than that, yeah, you my, get to watch movies. TV my shows. last one would be, um, what did I say? Food and and I the quiet. You said three and the quiet. No, because we were talking about working out oh, okay. and stuff. Okay. Um, gosh, I had it and and lost it. Mm. it stinks. I don't know. Oh, it, it's it's easier to show prep. It is easier to show prep. It's a lot easier. Now, it sucks that it's because of the coronavirus and no more sports. And it's also it's, very little show it's prep. Kinda, yeah, kind of hard to show prep. But, yeah, it's a lot easier to, to get your stuff done ahead of time. Oh, 100%. 100%. That's all I got. Uh, stupidity is an epidemic. Stupidity. 
I've got at least, I've got, well, first off, all these, actually, I don't want to call them stupid. Keep coming up with your awesome conspiracy theories because I'm in on them. Uh, but this one goes out to my main man, Wes Rucker. He said, I really hope we don't have overcrowding at hospitals because of this virus. If we do, though, every potential patient's social media history should be searched. If you're one of these idiots going out into large crowds to prove a point, you don't get a bed. Yeah, Wes, let's just kill people off because they make bad decisions. You're an idiot. Ugh, that's not good. He's an idiot. Oh, this He's is almost me, on. but running. <laughs> is that what you... Did you just Google that, or how did you run across that? Well, it was on my timeline. Oh, God, how? I don't know. Dude, there's a lot of idiots in these. A lot of people like, just hold your tongue if you don't know what you're talking about. Just don't speak. Better to be thought of a fool than to be than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. Yeah, I guess my stupidity is just like the coronavirus is very unfortunate. I just hate how like literally everything that happens it turns political. Yeah, it's very frustrating. I mean, that's and I said that like before all this started happening, where things were getting shut down and canceled. I was like, the biggest problem right now, not the biggest, because people are unfortunately passing away from it. One of the big issues right now surrounding the coronavirus is that it's 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 already it had already become political at that point, and nobody wins when two sides are going at it and can't agree to anything. So, yeah, kind of like two divorced parents. Nobody wins there. Right. Kid doesn't win. Parents don't win. It's pretty much how politics work. Gosh, it's awful. It's awful. Um, but stay safe. Wash yeah. your hands. I've touched my face a lot, so don't shake my hand. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a bad habit, but I'm not touching other people. I did go play... Monday, play golf? Play, play poker. I mean, golf here. I don't really pick up the flag stick much, so I'm hardly interacting with people, but I played poker two nights ago. So okay. a lot of passing of the... But the good news is I've seen those guys previous the previous two weeks, so, you know. If I have it, they have it. If they have it, I have it already. It's like, we're just passing it. I mean, like, uh, Anchorman prepared us for this. No touching of the hair face. Yeah, no touching of the hair face. (laughs) Just don't touch other people's hair face. Yeah. That's it. Guys, that's all I've got. That's all I got. We'll see you guys on Sunday. We'll have a full villain bracket. If you have any, if you have anyone to add in, send in your favorite villains. We may already have them. If we don't, we may replace them if we like them. I don't know. We'll see. But send them in. We'll see what we got. They're not they're not concrete. They're not concrete and you're probably going to send in a lot of what we already have, but just in case we don't, send them on in. Yep. That's all we got. Gator Bowl champs had to rep. We're bringing the boat in and we out.